The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, Mr. Antenna, and by Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. Now your host, Jim Tofty. I think like a lot of people, I first saw actress Ray Dawn Chong in the film Quest for Fire. She was great in that, and that kind of opened the floodgates for her as an actress. She was also in The Color Purple, Commando, and now she is in a great new sitcom and a very hush-hush project that we might just talk about. Please welcome Ray Dawn Chong. Hi, Jim. Hi, welcome. It's great to talk to you again, and I'm hoping that you uh, safely navigated your way through life this past year. I, you know what? It was a little weird. We, I gotta admit, it was a little strange, and I wasn't, I wasn't, I couldn't figure out if, if it was going to be a month. I was hoping it was going to come and go, but it's been over a year, and yes, we have done well. We've actually flourished, but. I, I I send a shout out to all the people who have suffered and lost loved ones, and I, my heart breaks. Yeah, and I'm assuming that you have been working a little bit like uh, a lot of actors have been, kind of slowly getting back to it, right? Yeah, dude, I'm on a big show. It shoots until August, and it's like a huge big deal, and I... I don't think officially I can say anything, but it's really big, and I'm working with really big stars, and I'm I have a killer role, and I'm thrilled. But, can I um, can I guess? Yeah, I'm what, yeah. Can I guess uh, who you're working with? Is it would his initials be Ryan Murphy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was just I was just throwing that out yes. there because I I had kind of heard that yeah. you might you might be attached to his next thing, and that is so I good. Can. And I don't even know if I can say anything because, like, there's so everybody, every you know, everybody in town. I get into trouble because I have such a, I'm so easy with information. <laughs> and the truth is, is sometimes they don't like you to be that easy. And so I'm not going to, I'm not, officially, I'm not supposed to. I don't think say anything. So I don't want to say anything. But yes, it's a really big job, and I'm dying because it's the greatest thing ever. And everybody is so good. <laughs> he is. Can I just tell you, I, 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 I'm getting it. Why certain actors work a ton. Because they're off book, they're gorgeous, they're so professional, and I'm like, wow! Yeah. And can you imagine at this? I've been in the business forty years, and I'm being blown away every day. That is great to hear. Well, and my sister is so gay yeah. is is such a funny show. Lonnie Anderson, and what you're joining for season two? Yeah, and um, Deborah Wilson, who's a genius. She's a comic genius. Do you remember her from Mad TV? She right. did the best Oprah and the best Whitney. Yeah. She's so fucking good. Yeah, they're all good. Lonnie looks the same, okay? I'm sorry she <laughs> hasn't aged. I know, She's I saw. She's from that era where the... Yeah, where they stay hot until they're dead. It's like, it's, what was her name? Oh, yeah. Mae West. It's like, dude, I can't believe she's pushing it. And she looks fantastic. I know. She's the same. And, yeah, and I've seen interviews with her. She seems very happy about about the show. And for you, you've been working, like you say, for for so many years now. And have things changed for you in terms of you know? I know that there's always been sexism and racism in your business. I mean, have things gotten better? You know, I think they have, especially recently, like this last year. Things have just improved tremendously. Like. I have better opportunities than I've had since I began. So it, as far as the culture shift, it's it's on. And um, women of color are getting much bigger, you know, directing more, doing everything. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's just gotten, it's it's getting really fair and gorgeous. And when I say fair, I feel like the, the culture has shifted. It's not just tokenism. 
you know, it's not just the one girl gets through. Yeah. I see like three, four, five, six people of color doing super well. And that's just, it's just heartening. And by the way, let's face it. When you see the same type of actor and the same type of hot chick, no cellulite on screen, your, your brain shuts off. And when you see European films where they actually hire people who look like us, who look like normal people, your brain gets inspired. So they have to shift. The paradigm has to change. You know, I mean, it's for our own good. Was it initially harder for you because you, you kind of had to break through in the shadow of your performing parents who are so well known? Well, actually, I, was, I had made six movies before my dad made one. So I was actually out there already. And nobody looks at me and says, oh, she looks like she's Tommy Chong's daughter. Right. <laughs> so I, you didn't know who I was unless you knew my name. And then you wondered what the deal was. I mean, I still get filmmakers from China asking me to send photographs because they think I look Chinese. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm Chinese official, like technically, because I have 25%, 26% Asian blood, but you're not going to necessarily see it straight up. I mean, I did one movie for, um, called Crying Freeman. It's, and I've never actually seen it, but it's a, it's for an anime. I don't know if you know about it, but it's an anime thing. And it was with a lot of Japanese actors. And so I felt like that was my, my big bid into the Asian market. Oh, nice. But, um, and it did quite well. When, you, yeah. when a project is done, when you're done with it, do you watch it? Or are you like some actors, it's just too, no. it's too painful, you move on? No, I don't watch it, usually as a rule, because I don't get, I, it's too much of a struggle just because I don't necessarily watch, watch, watch it. But can I tell you something? I just finished a film, and I've seen it. It's called The, the Sleeping Negro, and it's fantastic. And it's done by Skinner Meyer, and it's it's out. I believe we're streaming it now. It was it premiered um, Slam Dance at Slam Dance Sleeping Negro. So I'm not 100 percent sure what streaming service it's going to be on, but I'm super proud of that film. And it's surreal, and it's great. It's about this protagonist who wakes up to being a, a beautiful black man in America. And it's not corny. It's surreal. It's well done, and I'm so good at it. So I really like this film. I think the film is excellent. And I rarely do that. I rarely toot my own horn. And I have to say, it's spectacular. I have to ask you about someone you worked with uh, in the past, Arnold Schwarzenegger, because some actors who have worked with Arnold, they either loved that situation or they hated it. How did you come out of working with him? I did really well with him. I mean, he helped. My that part was amazing. I did. I did great. I mean, I recently we were talking about Oprah, and I was saying, you know, I said, oh, right on, you didn't really like Oprah. And I said, but you know what? The other day I was thinking about the situation, which was I went to her show. They flew me out. They put me in a hotel room. I stood backstage, and she never called me on stage. But you know what? She was sitting on a stage with Schwarzenegger, and he could have called me on stage too, and he didn't. And if I were to think of anything that was sort of a bummer, it would have been that moment. Yeah. So it, other than that, and you know, I've never gotten grumpy about that. I've been very vocal about my feelings about Oprah, but I've not been vocal <laughs> about the fact that that was painful. And he was there too. So I want to spread the the uncoolness to him too. But he's he's always been really, you know, uh, fun to be with. He's gorgeous. My family, my dad particularly loved him. So I've always said really positive things about him. And it was a positive experience. And, and I never, ever had a bad thing with him. And before I let you go, um, do you think there's going to be a movie theater renaissance? Because people really need to be social and be together again, don't they? This is what I'm going to say. And 
I'm going to say that it's not me who sourced this information, but I, I was listening to a, a um, anthropological historian on the Christian and Poor show, and he said this, and I agree. He said, in two years, it is going to be a big, giant love fest party. We are going to go to movies. We are going to go to restaurants. We are going to go to speakeasies. We are going to dance our butts off. We are going to be French kissing each other. We are going to go crazy. <laughs> it's going to be the roaring 20s. And if it, may, it makes sense because we're creatures where there's one extreme. The pendulum's going to go to the other just because we have had this lockdown and, it was, it, and we've watched so much misery and, and death. Yes. So, so I think we are about to go... Buckwild. It's another Roaring Twenties, like when they came out of the, uh, yeah. the Spanish flu. It, that's really insightful. That's great. That's what I think is going to happen, and I see it start to, starting to percolate. Now, I think Texas has reopened too soon. I yeah. Vegas doesn't do the same thing. I know money is an issue, but I just want you all to be safe because there's variants, and not everybody's vaccinated. So, so world out there, be safe, wear a mask. And don't don't get crazy. Just be patient. It's coming. Well, I know the things you've said about our mayor here, and I wholeheartedly agree with the things you've said in the past. Right? Right. What did I say? Uh, Well, I think you were on a Zoom interview with someone, and you were holding up a cup of tea or coffee, and you said, you know, that mayor is as dumb as this cup. (laughs) <laughs> oh, right, because, because I, yes, yes. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. I know yes. that we, you've got to go. Make sure that you see Ray Don Chung and My Sister is So Gay on Telos and Amazon Prime and and everything else that you're, and that huge, huge project that will be coming up in the months to come. Always great to talk to you. Thank you so much, and big All right, stay well. Bye-bye. Yep, she's got a lot going on. The sitcom My Sister is So Gay and that Ryan Murphy project. And like a bunch of other stars, she is doing custom greetings for Cambio.com. Well, that does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.